and welcome to The Bend. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, aka Beck. Thank you for tuning in. I know you might have missed us out on us last week, but we are back. Today's show, we have lots of news, several spotlights, even some from the field. And as always, we have a great guest too. We're heading to South Dakota. Remember, we love hearing from all of you. Comments, stories, ideas. Get a hold of me anytime. Call or text 305-900-BEND. That is 305-900-2363. Or drop me an email at bendradioshow at gmail.com. Joining today behind the scenes is my producer and sound engineer, co-host, bestie, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger's been uh, fairly sick. Well, actually, both of us. We had COVID, and he got knocked down pretty hard with COVID pneumonia. So he's going to be a little quieter in the background. Ah, shucks. (laughs) (laughs) That sound means it's time for our spotlight segment. Today it is on five-year-old Harvey Sutton. This kid, who's earned the nickname Little Man from fellow hikers, get this, folks. He is one of the youngest people known to have completed the roughly 2,100-mile Appalachian Trail that stretches across 14 states. Harvey and his parents, Josh and Cassie Sutton, took off from Georgia and made the 209-day hike to Maine, camping all along the way. My hat's off to the Sutton family on taking quite the adventure. Harvey, we sure hope you adapt to kindergarten in a classroom versus 10 hours a day on the trail. Congrats again to five-year-old Harvey Sutton on trekking the Appalachian Trail. All right, I have a few spotlights, and here's a second sent in to us. Hunting season is here, and we are loving hearing about the trophies and memories already being made. Second spotlight is a big congrats to Utah hunter Brent Scott, who recently took a monster, seriously, a monster cactus-looking muley buck in velvet on Utah's bow opener. Let me describe the picture I'm looking at. Holy smokes. The bases of this massive muley's non-typical antlers resemble like a lumpy rock formation covered in moss maybe however of course we all know it's really actually just thick you know the thick velvet on the rack well this trophy unofficially green scores at 250 inches and it was taken at a mere 40 yards congrats brent scott way to kick off the season lastly i have a shout out to fan sean air from washington he's one of our listeners He tagged me recently. He said, the bend, look what I'm trying to get done so I can go fishing. He was out in his tractor trying to get his ranch work done. Well, you know what? Thanks, Sean, for tagging us and letting us know what you're up to. We can't wait to see your pictures and hope you are indeed fishing this weekend like you're hoping to. All right, keep tagging us and we appreciate you being a fan. I challenge all of you on your next adventure or if you hear of something spotlight worthy to send those pics info and tag at the Ben show on social media you just might be on our next spotlight shout out or even as a guest on this show sit back and enjoy the news our first news story takes us west to montana glacier national park in montana will no longer require reservations to travel its famous going to the sun road now that labor day has passed The 50-mile stretch of highway remains the National Park's most famous drive and includes Instagram hotspots such as the Continental Divide, 
Logan Pass, and famous vistas of elevations over 6,600 feet. If planning to visit, the National Park Service advises to do so sooner than later as the Going to the Sun Road is scheduled to close at the end of October for the winter season. East to Florida. Florida drivers might be used to bugs on the cars, but not turtles. Reported by local authorities, a flying turtle caused an accident recently on the Florida Turnpike. A semi-truck nicked the animal, causing it to go into the air and into the windshield of a nearby car. Both the turtle and driver were not injured, and the turtle was released and safely back put in the wild. North to British Columbia, Canada. Former NHL goalie Pete Peters on a recent fishing trip up north in British Columbia on the Fraser River snagged a fish to talk about. A sturgeon breaking the British Columbia records measuring 11 feet 6 inches. Its girth was 55 inches and weighed an estimated 890 pounds. The measurements have been submitted to the Guinness Book of Records as it is believed to be a new world record. Congrats Pete Peters. Back east to Massachusetts, a bass angler in Massachusetts was shocked after he hauled in a freaky-looking fish. With a mouthful of fangs, beady black eyes, and a body covered in slippery slime, this was quite the haul for Mike Powell. Powell landed the nearly 6-pound, 30-inch creature from the Canton Reservoir and did not know what he was looking at. Powell reached out to the Massachusetts Wildlife to confirm the fish. As it turned out, Mike Powell had caught what is known as a northern snakehead, a non-native species of Canton or North America. This type of fish is from Asia and is illegal to have in the United States. Based on size, color pattern, fin placement, and head shape, the fish Powell caught is a confirmed snakehead by the Massachusetts Wildlife. Massachusetts Wildlife went on to say that they believe it is most likely found in the reservoir because somebody let it go when it got to be too big in their fish tank. Note to folks, please do not be releasing your animals into the wild. Our last story. Hey, remember when you could go into pet shops and you could find piranhas? Yes. I remember that was my favorite thing as a kid. You'd go, mom would take us into the pet shop and I don't think you can, you can't get piranhas no more, can you? You know, I don't think you can. And folks, if you do know the answer to this, hit us up, send a message to the uh, hotline, 305-900-BEND. Can you still purchase piranhas in the United States? I've seen on news stories how people have gone out and just been fishing in their local creeks or something, and then obviously I'll be gone, like, here's a piranha that they catch. Remember hearing about some of that stuff? I do, but now, you know, it's going through my mind, Tiggers. I think think you're trying to get us all scared for Halloween. I mean, it's fall. Oh, my favorite time of year. Favorite time of year. (laughs) All right, folks. Our last story takes us to Colorado, Winter Park, Colorado. Beautiful location, by the way. I was just there in 2020 with my nephew. Get this. An event coming up this fall combines many of our favorite things. Hiking, craft beer, live music, and beautiful scenery. Upslope Brewing and Winter Park are teaming up to open a pop-up backcountry tap room on Saturday, October 2nd at the top of Mary Jane Mountain. Those who want to visit will ride the gondola. By the way, if you've never ridden the gondolas in the Rocky Mountains, do so. You'll ride the gondola up to Mount Mary Jane and then take a two-mile hike on the lower roof of the Rockies Trail. At the end of the hike, there will be live music and a couple of bars serving upslope brewing beer. 
Proceeds from the ticket sales will go to Leave No Trace Behind, a nonprofit focus on protecting the outdoors. Again, that's Saturday, October 2nd, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at Winter Park Resort in Colorado. After the break, we head to South Dakota to visit with an outfitter there. You won't want to miss this. Stick around. You've had that hunting or fishing adventure of a lifetime. Now preserve that memory with an actual piece of art. For over 20 years, Schneider Taxidermy in Helena, Montana has provided superior service and a commitment for excellence to customers all across the United States. Schneider Taxidermy believes in only delivering the highest caliber of quality, matched with courteous and professional service. Whether a custom-designed piece or a shoulder mount, Schneider Taxidermy is award-winning and known for their exceptional turnaround. Skilled in all aspects of taxidermy, they have the knowledge and the experience. Having seen everything from North American to African exotics, from king salmon to bighorn sheep to elk, red stags, black bucks, mountain lions, and grizzlies, visit schneidertaxidermy.com to view their award-winning works of art and start making that once-in-a-lifetime memory truly a work of art. Where the customer's always first at Schneider Taxidermy. Folks, as Labor Day is now behind us, and as many called it, the end of summer, that only means one thing. Fall is here, and hunting seasons are ramping up. Many of us have had our bows out, tuned, and had targets set up in the backyard for weeks already, or been spending those free evenings and weekends scouting. Today from South Dakota, we have guide, outfitter, and the host of the Buckstorm Hunts on YouTube, Travis Teal. Travis is an avid outdoorsman and has been hunting the Black Hills, Wyoming, and northwest part of Nebraska for most of his life. Travis, thanks for joining Team Bend. Love having our field team of contributors continuously growing. Well, <laughs> Travis, I'm glad you could join me and do this with me. Curious, how did you get into the outdoors and doing what you're doing? Because my understanding is you're out in the field a lot. And when I say you're out in the field, you're actually out there guiding, you're out hunting. How'd this come to be? Yeah, well, I started hunting at a real early age. I almost that to my dad, uh, taking me out starting when I was probably three years old or so, but just grew up and just loved it lived it quit i ended up quitting sports just so i could hunt more when i was in high school that's how passionate i was about it and then it kind of rolled into videoing hunts just to be able to capture it and relive everything through video and kind of turned into a youtube platform eventually but more or less we just do it because we we love hunting and it's fun to be able to relive a hunt because a video tells a story better than words can i guess in my opinion so it's just been fun to be able to relive it all and capture a lot of those memories and that's basically it and then kind of just uh so we could hunt even more we got into a little bit of guiding and another also another opportunity to video some hunts and be able to have our clients relive it through the video as well so that's pretty much it just grew up passionate about it oh most of it to my dad and just kept running with it oh wow i love what you're hearing especially with so many of us now that have our cell phones with us all the time even when we're hunting you know we always I always joke about unplug please meaning turn the phone off don't look at it, enjoy nature but 
you've really, it sounds like, figured out a way to take that moment that you're doing it and putting it out there for everybody. Because you mentioned you are on YouTube. You have a YouTube channel, I take it? Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of uh, been our main platform just to share our hunts. And we're not doing it to get rich and famous. We just love doing it. And hopefully people can learn from it. And we're always willing to answer questions and stuff when they reach out. But it's kind of funny, like you said about the cell phones, we we're all about the unplugging thing to a point where a lot of times we use our phones obviously for like scouting and like onyx maps and whatever um, mapping system we're using but they all run on airplane mode so you can kind of unplug yourself by putting your phone on airplane mode so nobody can bug you and still use your gps app (laughs) oh my gosh you and i might have to have another discussion about that i guess i didn't realize we could put our phones in airplane mode and use programs like the platforms like onyx which i think you and i are going to need to talk about again another time and everyone that's listening if you don't know what onyx is it's a satellite program where you can pin in your map where you are and kind of track or or check out the area you're going to be in but we'll talk about that down the road here but uh, anyway do you find that what kind of comments do you get back from the field like from people you know once they they see your videos they see what you're doing out there what kind of feedback do you get oh we get a lot of questions I mean especially from new hunters I mean people trying to learn I think YouTube is one of their main sources of just like trying to gather knowledge maybe they're new bow hunters or whatever they're hunting doesn't matter they watch our videos and they reach out for advice or maybe they pick up a few things in the video but for the most part we've had good feedback i mean most of our hunts are here in south dakota so we get lots of non-residents that are thinking about coming to hunt here that will reach out just for advice or understanding the draw system and things like that and we're always happy to help basically get them set up not necessarily sending them a waypoint or anything but just they're willing to do it the right way we got no problem helping them get started and letting them come out and just have a good time more more than anything but that's what I love I love hearing about us trying to encourage one another you know some people we used to joke but there's no stupid question and really there isn't when it comes to the outdoors because everyone's backyard as I like to call it you know whether you're out there hunting or hiking or fishing in it or whatnot is different depending on where you are and as you mentioned hunting for you in South Dakota in the Black Hills area is going to be quite different I would imagine than going say over in Missouri or somewhere farther in the Southeast exactly exactly and so a lot of people um, have like mule deer on the bucket list and maybe they want to go bow hunt a mule deer and the one of the least expensive states to do that in is South Dakota and there's abundant public land and you got to work hard at it I mean it's not easy when you're hunting public land but like you said a lot of them have further east like midwest background where they're hunting 40 acres they maybe they have a lease that's 40 acres and they're planting food plots and they're whitetail hunting and some things they learn transfer out here but there's a lot of differences so I think through some of our videos they've been able to kind of learn that and we've had good feedback of course you always have your couple haters that just think you're ruining hunting in the state or whatever the case but uh, it is it is what it is we're not doing it to ruin hunting we're doing it to get more people involved and 
hopefully they come up doing it the right way and they're not driving around with their gun out the window. (laughs) Hallelujah to that. Yes, yes. We're doing things the right way and we're encouraging one another. And I can attest muley hunting is something I greatly enjoy. I've kind of gotten into the long range shooting myself and once in a while I end up going with a buddy or something that's maybe only done whitetail and it's been, you know, somewhere in a more wooded forested area and they can't get over the difference that we kind of have to work for those deer you gotta it's a different mindset but it's a fun great one to build new memories and look back upon in as you mentioned i love the fact that you're also even doing some of the videos for your guests uh that you guys take out as well when you do some outfitting uh curious Going into this next season here, how has the drought affected the uh, wildlife, the deer population where you're at? It's been, it's been pretty wild. Uh, it's been really dry, so it's kind of been one of those years where the majority of our scouting has been focused around water. However, I'm still a firm believer that though, if there's one benefit to dry years, especially in the Black Hills area, is antler growth seems phenomenal. I, I believe is tied to like higher protein levels in the grass that does grow and they're not they're a little more picky about or a little less picky about what they eat when you get that super wet year because there's stuff everywhere and so they don't have to forage too much but this year we've seen incredible antler growth out here in the Black Hills area and it's we're really looking forward to this fall but the the elk hunting is definitely going to be a little different this year because there is substantially less water which sometimes can make hunting easier just because you have uh, fewer places that they have the option to get a drink but it's uh been a while since it's been this dry so we're in for a little bit of a ride i think this fall I agree with you. I think it's going to throw all of us a little bit for a curveball, but I, I'm interested in your take on the foraging and such and how the differences you're seeing in antler growth. You're going to have to come back on the show or, or else, you know, at least give us a call from the field and let us know how your season is going. I think uh, yeah. everyone out there will be interested to find out how has some of these environmental issues affected us. And then also, you know, let us know when you've got the big one. Yeah, you bet. We'll definitely do that. That's not a problem. I look forward to it. So, Terrific. For those wanting to find out more information about your YouTube show, what is the name of it and where can they find it? Yeah, if you just go onto YouTube and search Buckstorm or Buckstorm Hunts, it should pop right up. We have, oh, I think 175 hunting videos on there currently and more to come. We try to post a video every week of the year so plenty of content rolling out and you can find us there and we're on Facebook and Instagram as well. So thanks again, Travis. Again, to watch Buckstorm hunting videos, head to YouTube and search Buckstorm. Social media, as Travis mentioned, can find them there too, as they are always posting new video clips and pictures from the field, along with giving updates. Follow them at A with the circle at Buckstorm SD. Travis, we look forward to future updates from Buckstorm this fall and how or what you're doing out in the field. Stay where you are, folks. We make our final bend right after this. Looking for a guided turkey, (laughs) white-tailed deer, bow, or rifle hunt fully guided yet this fall? Yes. Look no further. Let Steve, Rob, and the fine folks from Wablo Creek Outfitters make your hunt happen. Yes! 
Located in southwest Missouri, Wablo Creek Outfitters offers turkey and deer hunts designed for tree stand and ground blind hunting for both bow and rifle seasons. All-inclusive packages include comfortable bunkhouse-style accommodations, farm-fresh meals, and an experience that leaves you feeling like family. Yes. Now don't wait. A few spots for the fall 2021 remain and now booking for 2022 spring and fall hunts. Visit Wablo, spelled a little bit differently, that's W-E-A-U-B-L-E-A-U, WabloCreekOutfitters.com, or find us on Facebook at Wablo Creek Outfitters. Book your next adventure today. Wablo Creek Outfitters, W-E-A-U-B-L-E-A-U. Heading to the mailbag, had a fan send in this email. Let me read it. Hey, Beck, love the shows. I caught a recent one about summer camp. Curious, do you have any tips on getting the kids ready to go to camp that I can do at home during the school year so that they are ready for camp? Keep up the great work and say hi to Tigger too. Jackie from Kentucky. Thank you so much, Jackie, for sending that in. I am going to have our friend Nevin McCoy, whom I interviewed on that episode Jackie is referring to, to answer this question. Nevin, thanks for jumping in to help. Can you answer Jackie's question? How can at home one prepare kids for camp? Um, I would say, you know, the biggest thing is is not even necessarily thinking about camp. Just getting your kids to do a couple nights out with friends. Um, a kid like to stay over at someone else's house for a few nights, um, staying with a, a family member for a, a few nights, um, just getting your kids used to being away from you as a parent. Um, that will make the kids experience going away um, to camp that much better. Um, just getting used to not having mom in the next room is, is crucial. Um, so that the homesickness isn't a thing. That's probably the biggest, the biggest thing we have. Um, the other thing is um, hydration. Um, kids that are going camping to camp for the first time or going camping, um, we do not drink enough water on a daily basis. Um, and so hydrating the kids, especially well before going into those situations, um, will help them tremendously stay no headaches and keep them from crashing, keep their energy level up, um, and just, you know, be on top of that water before camping so that when they go camping, they have a little bit of reserve that they're going to lose. Great tips. Thank you so much, Nevin. For those that may have missed that episode or others, remember, head to thebendshow.com to catch up on all of the past shows. If you're a podcast app user, search The Bend by Rebecca Warner and be sure to subscribe and you'll never miss a show either. Well, folks, hopefully Tigger here is appreciating being able to rest his voice a little bit. One thing I think him and I can both agree on COVID is real. What do you do when you're, this is what you do. You use your voice for a living and then it knocks you down uh, and knocks you down again. <laughs> it is a tough one and no one's, no one's um, take on this is the same. That's the other thing. We Those all end of you up that with think different you symptoms. Got antibodies, I thought I did too. We both thought we did. We thought we did. We took vitamins. We took everything. So. And we both had completely different uh-huh. experiences with COVID. So with that, people, keep taking your vitamin C, your vitamin D3, your zinc. Take it all. Get lots of sleep and keep those liquids going. A huge thank you to everyone who came around the bend. Producer and sound engineer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Hope you keep getting better. To our guest, Travis Teal from Buckstorm Hunts. Interested in booking a hunt, folks, in the Black Hills? Head to buckstormhunts.com. Our spotlight today, again, 
Way to go, five-year-old Harvey Sutton on his Appalachian Trek. Congrats again to Utah hunter Brent Scott on his opener bow non-typical Muley Trophy. And thank you, Sean Eyre from Washington, for being a fan of the show. I know that you're also a volunteer firefighter. We would love to hear how it's looking out there in Washington. Please send a message or drop us a voicemail at the Ben Show phone number, 305-900-BEND. Thank you to Jackie for emailing your question in about kids and going to camp. And Nevin McCoy from Blue Ridge Ranch in North Carolina, thanks for stopping in and filling us in with some great tips. Lastly, as this weekend marks the 20th anniversary of the events from September 11th, otherwise known as Patriot Day, we keep in our thoughts all of those whose lives were affected that day. The souls lost, the firefighters, emergency crews, and the service men, women, and families that continue to fight for this country, we remember. As mentioned before, folks, keep sending in those pictures. Hunting, fishing, camping, hiking, everything. We want to see those around the bend photos while you are out. We love seeing what everyone's doing in the outdoors. Missed this episode? Find all our shows on the website, thebendshow.com. Thank you to our partners, Schneider Taxidermy, Ranch House Coffee, Mickey's Mustard, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV, Wobbolo Creek Outfitters, RFD TV, and the Cowboy Channel. Finally, a big thanks to all of you listeners out there that came along. Keep up with me, Beck, all week long by following The Bend on Facebook and on Instagram at The Bend Show. This is Rebecca Warner, and remember to catch Beck if you can on The Bend. This is Beck. First, I appreciate all of you for listening and making The Bend part of your week. Many of you have asked, how do I catch past episodes? The answer is super easy. Head to thebendshow.com and click on the shows tab. There you can listen to every episode all the way back to episode one. Podcasters, head to your favorite podcasting app and search The Bend. You'll find us. Be sure to follow and subscribe and never miss another episode again. Hey guys and gals, this is John Arman with Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV. Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV travels the back roads to the backwaters in pursuit of the ultimate adventure in hunting and fishing. Join Team UOA every week for exciting action in the crosshairs of the outdoors. Catch Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV on YouTube, Amazon Prime, and make sure to follow Team UOA on Facebook and Instagram to share in the ultimate outdoor adventure.